Hello, I'm Erica Lacasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Today we're going to be talking about, I beg to differ, the revised version. Stick around for some hope, healing, and maybe even some laughs. Welcome to another Messy Messianic Mama podcast. It is the 8th of March, 2022, and I know it's only been a day since I spoke to you all last. However, I felt like it was really important for me to come back and kind of revise what I said yesterday (laughs) on my podcast titled, I Beg to Differ. I really was, you know, praying about it and thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I really feel like I was venting the entire time I did the podcast but the irony was this, I got off my podcast, I went onto Facebook and a friend of mine had posted something from her rabbi. And I was like, this is literally confirmation about what I was talking about yesterday. And I, although when I saw it, it was, it was th- that day. So I was like, okay, I really need to read this to y'all. So um, this is written by Rabbi Eric Tokajer. I hope I didn't just butcher his last name. Um, he's actually very well known in the messianic community. He's written many, many books. I'm going to be honest. I haven't read any of them because if you've listened to any of my podcasts, I don't do too well reading and or finishing self-help books. If it's not fiction, I, I typically don't ever finish it. Just being honest, open. Um, I've actually had quite a few people give me books and I will get through the first one to five chapters and then I will put it down because I've lost interest. (laughs) My attention span is not that long. But anyways, I wanted to read this to you guys because I was like, this literally encompasses everything I was trying to say and hopefully got through to you guys. Um, I'm not trying to badger you. I'm not trying to, you know, beat a dead horse. I really just want to make sure that we understand how important community is. Whether you're in our community, my congregation's community, or somebody else's, do not isolate yourselves, please. That is not what Adonai has called us to do. So this is what he he wrote in his... um post on Facebook. He said, over my years serving as a rabbi, one of the things that happens periodically is someone coming to our synagogue and proclaimed strongly that God told them they were supposed to be a part of our community. Then after a short time, they say, I can't worship here because, and then he has drawn the blank here, you sing these songs or you do too much Hebrew. You do too little Hebrew. You have membership requirements. You use a different calendar than I do. You're too observant. You're not observant enough. This list goes on. When I hear a person who at first proclaimed that God told them to become part of our community and then proclaims they can't because fill in the blank, I always ask them, when God told you to become part of our community, do you really think he didn't know how we do what we do? Now, I'm not saying that they should or shouldn't stay as a part of our community. I am saying they need to learn the difference between God's voice and their voice. Because if they don't, they will continue to mistake themselves for God until they believe they are God. And I think that's the biggest crux of the matter right there. Do not choose to break one of the 10 commandments, the 10 words that God has laid out for us, making yourself an idol. And I know some of you might be a little confused, be like, how in the world could you possibly do that? It's, it's really simple. It's the same 
way we see people, my grandfather did it, my great aunt did it, where they would say, really more my great aunt than my grandfather, he really was an atheist, um, would say, you know what, I like this from this religion, and I like this from that religion, and I like what the Bible has to say here. And they'd create their own God based on what they agreed with each religion. And they threw out what they didn't care for. And I think we just need to be really, really careful and studiously pray, research, make sure that whatever it is that we're studying is biblically sound. That's really what I want to come down, what it comes down to, what I really want to make sure that we understand. We come back to what the word of Adonai says. And if it does not line up with what the word of Adonai says, then you bring it up with your leader, your congregational leader, your rabbi, your pastor. And if they choose not to listen to you, then you bring it up in front of all of the leaders and in front of the church. You do it the way the Bible tells you to do. If you have something, you know, against your brother or you see that they're doing something wrong, then you go to them in private first and then you bring other people into it. Those in leadership. However, if you choose to be your own leader because you don't want to listen to what anyone else has to say and you want to be in control of the situation, you may need to reassess why you're doing what you're doing. Is this really about Adonai or about you and the power that you wield? That's what concerns me because I've seen that happen multiple times in my life, actually. Even in the church I grew up in, it, it happened where people would leave and they'd, they'd make their own church. Um, because they wanted to go a different route than what the, the church that we were doing, or they thought they knew better. There was a lot of different reasons for it. But um, the reality is, if it doesn't line up with the word of God, run away. Run away. Stick with what the word of God says. Stick with what the Bible says. Not based on what, what, how somebody else reads it and out of context decides to, to warp the message and say, this is really what he meant. Um, we don't need to have serpents in our lives where we say, did God really mean what he said when he said uh, that we were supposed to do this? Or is that really what he said? Um, I didn't even realize that there was, uh, that there were even people in the Messianic community until recently that had an issue with, um, the way that we, uh, not we, but the way that some of us, uh, see the calendar or follow the calendar, um. If you guys have more information on that, I'd love to educate myself on that. Once again, I'm not a scholar, guys. Um, I'm learning as I go. There's a reason this is called Messy Messianic. Mama, there's a reason that I'm calling this, I beg to differ, revised. I'm not going to delete my previous post, even though it was a total mess. Why? Because that's exactly what this podcast is about. Me being real with you guys and saying, hey, I'm struggling with these things too. I am not perfect. I am dealing with things in my life. That can cause, um, you know, that cause, you know, hardship and stress and disappointments and, you know, just frustration. And it's okay. You know why? Because I'm still choosing to look to my creator for all things. And I'm hoping with showing how, being as transparent as I am, being able to show you like, look, I'm still doing life and it's, it's a mess. I'm not perfect. I am not, don't put me up on a pedestal. Um, I'm willing to be as transparent with you because I think that's how we as believers should be. We shouldn't be hiding our flaws and failures. We should be sharing it with those who are like-minded believers, who we know love us, who care for us, 
who aren't going to hurt us or harm us because of our transparency. And hopefully we'll appreciate that transparency and enable them to also be transparent. It's almost like I'm trying to do the whole pay it forward. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Um, I actually don't like that movie. It makes me uh, really upset. Um, I actually remember growing up, um, our cell group leader, we had little like house churches um, along with our actual church. And I remember her and my sister saying, this is such a fantastic movie. You should watch it. And by the end of the movie, I was weeping on the floor. I do not like bad endings. <laughs> if it's not a happy ending, don't tell me about the movie because I don't want to watch it. But the premise of the sh- of the whole movie is that you pay it forward. You do a good deed. It's like, you know, you go to Starbucks. By the way, don't drink coffee. So this is totally an example I would not actually use. You go to Starbucks, you order your drink, and you also decide to pay for the person behind you. And that person decides, oh, I'm going to pay for the person behind me. And it's, it's you know, the domino effect. So you kind of want to take that in mind when it comes to, for me, I'm trying to do that with my um, walk without an eye is saying, look, I'm trying to pay it forward by trying to show you like, this is how the word of God tells us to be. We are to lean on each other, lean on out and I first, but then lean on each other and help each other when we're struggling through the good times and the bad times. It's almost like a marriage really. Um, but when you're, you know, when you're in community with people, you're there to lift each other up, not bring each other down. That would be terrible. I would not want to live in a community where everyone's just bringing each other down. I'm pretty sure lots of people would leave for that. But um, we try to have a community where we're trying to help each other out and we're trying to lift each other up and love on each other and, um, you know, live this life together and do so in a way that hopefully is pleasing to Adonai. So this was just a really quick uh, revision. Hopefully, I I hope I kind of clarified a little bit of what I was saying yesterday. Um, Fingers crossed. I really don't know if I did or not. But I just hope you have a blessed week and really just pray about it. Pray about, you know, Lord, am I doing what you want me to do? Am I living in community like you want me to be? Am I isolating myself and if I am, please show me how to step out of my comfort zone and no longer live in isolation. It's funny. I actually had a counseling session this morning. Yeah, that's right. I t- I do have counseling and uh, I've been in counseling for about 14, 15 years now uh, because of anxiety and other issues, but it has been phenomenal. She is a actual psychologist who is also a believer. I know crazy mix, but it really does work. And just talking to her about this and, and things that we've been going through. And it's good to have somebody to talk to, but I will tell you right now, when I first started having counseling, quite frankly, I was very happy to be a hermit and I am not exaggerating. I was happy to be a hermit or a hobbit. However you say hobbits are a little bit more friendly a little bit more outgoing, but I was, I wanted to live in a hobbit hole and not come out. I was happy with the one friend that I had in the area and my son and my husband was deployed and I didn't want to make friends. I had zero interest in making friends, didn't want to go to church, wanted to stay at home all the time. I went out to get groceries and went back home. No interest in socializing with anyone whatsoever. And it's gotten to the point where now, because of the counseling, years and years of counseling and me leaning on Adonai and his understanding of how I'm supposed to walk, 
I stepped out of my comfort zone and no longer isolate myself. Yes, there are moments where I still do. You can ask my children who are constantly wanting to go out and do things. And I'm like, I'd really rather just stay home. It's okay to do that. You got to take care of yourself in some fashion. If I was out and about all the time, I would be exhausted. But step outside of your comfort zone. Find your people. I know I've said it multiple times, but literally, I, the spirit keeps telling me over and over again, find your people. Find your people. There's a reason that my husband and I drive with our four children, all of them teenagers, in a minivan. Let me tell you, it, it might seem, oh, yeah, you got plenty of room. These these uh, teenagers are full grown, pretty much. Um, it's kind of cramped quarters for an hour. We drive an hour once a week to go to our congregation, which Ben and I are leaders of, because we love the people that we are in community with. We love the people that God has placed in our lives and has called us to shepherd. We absolutely adore them. I actually am um, more inclined to become depressed and or sad if I do not see my people for a couple weeks, which happened not that long ago because we just recovered from COVID. And I can't tell you how much happier I am when I go. There are times where I'm like, oh, I really don't feel like driving an hour. I just, I don't feel well. I don't want to go. And I regret it every time that happens because I come back and I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to come and be in community with these people because we lift each other up. And that's what I'm trying to say. Lift each other up, love on each other. I pray you have a great week. Like I do every single week, I'm going to leave you with the ironic benediction. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Bashem Yeshua, Yeshua Sashalom. Amen. You can find that in Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 27. May you have a blessed rest of your week. Please feel free to message me at messymessianicmama.com or you can email me at elmmm3 at protonmail.com. That's E is an echo, L is in lemur, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, the number three at protonmail.com. You can also leave me a one minute voicemail message on anchor.fm slash Erica Lacasse, and it should have a button right there to say, leave a voice message. Remember to keep it short and sweet if you have any questions or you just want to leave a nice little comment. I would love to hear from you.